This month has been declared to us as the month of our love for God. And our Father in the Lord has started teaching us what the love of God is and what we are supposed to do so that we can um, replicate that love that God has for us, how we can show Him back that love that He has shown to us. Now, He said that uh, we are the object of God's love. Praise the Lord. We are the object of God's love. And these are some of the things he has made mention of to us as the teaching started since the beginning of this month. And one of the objectives of this month's teaching was to simulate our love for God. Hallelujah. That was one of the objectives of the teaching of this month. That how the love, how, how the love of God can be fueled in our heart so that we can show God in return the love that we have for Him exactly the same way we have for us. And our daddy told us that the person you love, you will always be by the side of that person. You always uh, be around that person. You always make sure that you go extra mind to get what that person really wants. Why? Because you love that person. Praise the Lord. So the same thing is what we must also do as the children of God. Tonight we are going to be looking at the message titled Proof of God's Love. Praise the Lord. Proof of God's love. What is the proof that God really loves me? What is the proof of the love of God to me? How can I really say that indeed God loves me? Why? Because many are in church, they are yet to understand what we mean by God's love. So, and as a result of that, they can't really uh, believe that God loves them. When we say we are children of God, we are the sons of, of, of the Lord Most High, we are daughters of God, many persons are still finding it difficult to understand. Why? Because there are many things that seem to be happening in their life that does not show the proof of God's love in their life. Praise the Lord. But I've come to let you know tonight that the challenges, the problems that we are facing in this world can never reduce the love of God for us. Praise the Lord. Can never reduce the love of God for us. Now come with me to Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. I'll read verse 8. Romans chapter 5 verse 8. Now the word of God says, but God demonstrates his own love toward us. In that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Hallelujah. Christ died for us. We are saved not by our works. We are saved not by our righteousness. But the love of God in Christ Jesus. Last week, John chapter 3, verse 16 was quoted for us again. And what is, it, what is in John chapter 3 verse 16? For God so what? Loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him shall not walk, perish, but have what? Everlasting life. One of the proof of God's love to us is that he gave Jesus Christ to be what? The sacrificial lamb for us. 
Hallelujah. The only person that gives the greatest gift in the whole world is God. God is the only one that has given the most costly gifts. The most costly gifts that any man can ever think of in this world. Hallelujah. Are you in church tonight? Yes. Praise the Lord. The love of God is a proven love. The love of God is a proven love. Human love may not be real, but the love of God stands forever. The love of God never changes. Our condition, our problem, the challenges we are facing in life can never reduce God's love for us. Wherever you are right now, whatsoever you may be going through right now, does not mean that God loves you less than He loves every other believer. Hallelujah. God loves you. He loves you. And this love of God can be proved. It was proved by the sacrificial death of the Lord Jesus Christ on the Calvary. We can be certain that God loves us when we see how He sent His only Son to die for us. How many of us can give our children as a sacrifice for our neighbor? But this is what God did for us. It was not our righteousness that qualified us. There was nothing that qualified us, but He gave Jesus Christ for us. First John chapter 4 verse 9 says, In this, the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through Him. Hallelujah. That we might live through Him. That is to say, any man that is not in Christ is already lost. Though he or she may believe him, but is dead. So for God's not the Lord he gave his only begotten son. The one who gave his only son, what else in this world can he not give to you? Hallelujah. In Romans chapter 8, verse 32, was also us last week Sunday. He said, God did not spare his only son. The God who did not spare his only son, but really gave him up for us all. How shall he know within us all give us God? All things. The economy of our nation today, we never make God love us less. Hallelujah. Amen. The fact that you are not where you want to be today does not mean that God has stopped loving you. He still loves you. If you can give the life of Jesus Christ for you, nothing in this world is equal to that. Nothing in this world is equal to that. Hallelujah. No matter who of God's love for us as believers is this God's love does not relieve us of responsibility hallelujah the proof of God's love is that it does not relieve us of what responsibility what does that mean 
We cannot save ourselves, but we are responsible to believe in His Son and receive Him as Lord and what? Savior. Since you and I thought that it was not our righteousness, it was not the amount of money we gave in church that qualified us to be called the sons and daughters of God. For Jesus to be given to us as a propitiation for our sin. Therefore, we hold the responsibility to what? Believe in Him. If you love God, you have to show Him back to Him. Just when our daddy Jesus got my wife servant to explain. That if the love is one way, very soon what will happen? The love will crash. That if the love that we want must be what? Reciprocal. That is to say, if I show you love, you are also expected to what? Show me love in return. So God has given up his son. Your responsibility and my responsibility is to what? Believe. Your responsibility and my responsibility is to what? Trust him. Your responsibility and my responsibility is to have faith in him. If it is that faith that you and I have in him, that really proves that, that indeed the love of God never will fails. Hallelujah. Praise God. The one you love is the one you trust. So if indeed you really love God, what you do is that you believe in him, no matter the circumstances. No matter the challenge, no matter the problem, what happened? Because you know he loves you. Because you know he's your father. Because you know he can do all things. What do you do? You believe in his promises. You believe in what? In the promises of God. Hallelujah. So it's our responsibility to believe in his son and receive him as Lord and Savior. In John chapter 1, verse 12, he said he has given us to become what? The right to become what? The sons of God. In Acts chapter 4, verse 12, he said there is no name given and no name by which we may be what? Saved. Except we in the, in the name of what? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the only name that will be given to all men. We can receive. Hallelujah. Praise God. God calls us to trust His Son. This is believing. This believing is more than just a recognition that He actually lived. It means to have faith in Christ. Eternal life is only available through Jesus Christ, God's Son. Had God not given his son, we would have no salvation. If there is no other, we will have no salvation outside Jesus Christ. So what I'm trying to explain to us in that second one is, if you really say you know God indeed, it will show in your attitude of God, belief. You must believe in God. You must believe that God is able to God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Number three. Proof of God's love. 
God, as we have seen, has a great as has at great cost provided a way of escape from this terrible doom. What does that mean? The number three way to prove that God knows us is that He has delivered us from the wrath to God. He has delivered us from what? The wrath to God. He has delivered us from the destruction that is going to come to those that is in the world. That is those who do not believe in God. The Son of Hallelujah. So when God will come, when Christ will come the second time, when he's going to pass a final judgment among those who do not believe, among the world, those who do not have faith in Christ, those who do not believe in Christ, you and I will be exempted. Why? Because he has given up Jesus Christ who will be. Praise God. That eternal life that we are talking about. You and I have received it from the death and resurrection of God, Jesus Christ. But those who have not received it, the wrath of God is going to come upon them. But what, what, what God has done before time is that He has brought God Jesus Christ into the world and died for us, and now we who have believed in Him will not suffer the world. Eternal damnation that is going to come. If you go back to that John 3 16, in the last part, he said, You shall not walk, perish, or have what? Eternal life. Those who do not believe in Christ, will they ever have eternal life? No. So, what God has done for us beforehand is that He gave Jesus Christ. It is because of His blood that He gave Jesus Christ. So, He can save us from the judgment that is to come. So that when that day of judgment comes, we can be on the right hand side, not on the left hand side. When, when God will come with his final judgment upon this world, you and I will escape his world from the lake of fire. But those who do not believe they have their way where? In the lake of fire. So he saved us from the wrath of God, which only cannot pay for for the life of Christ alone. The life of Christ. A young man died today that everybody they knew him around the country. They, they celebrate him. He's one of those people that sing secular music. But the question many people have been asking is that was he ever born again? Now they know him around the world. He has money, he has fame. He can buy whatsoever he wants to buy. But now he's dead. He didn't carry any of those things along with him. But the question everybody is asking now, will he ever make it to eternal life? That's the question they're asking now. But you and I who are here today, we already have that assurance. Hallelujah. We have that assurance. Why? Because we believe in Christ. We believe in what? Christ. In John chapter 14, verse 6, he said, Jesus said of himself, he said, I am the world, and the way, and the truth, and what? The life. He said, Don't have come to my father, except through what? Through me. Not through money. But through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we are delivered from the wrath to come. 
The number four proof of God's love for us is that God has given us eternal life. We have what? Eternal life. If you go to the book of Second Corinthians, let's quickly let's quickly look at what is written there. Now, this is the hope that you and I have that the world do not have. Look at Second Corinthians chapter five. Turn your Bible with me now. Second Corinthians chapter five. Let me quickly read from verse one. It says, "For we know that if our earthly house, this tent is talking about our body, is destroyed, we have building from God a house not made with hands." Eternal we in heavens. Eternal we in heavens. So when we put this body away, we have a better body than waiting for us here in heaven. Are you not happy about that? Are you not glad about that? Praise God. That is the better place in heaven. This is what they be giving you some complaint now. He said, but why did you depart from this place? We are completely out of this body that is the body of the American heart in heaven, the eternal body, no no sickness. That body knows no pain. That body knows no cancer. That body knows no death. It knows no soul. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 5. He said, For we who are in this state grow, be bodied, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. What does that mean? A body that is better than this is called what? Immortality. That is what God has prepared for you. Praise God. A body that has no boundary. A body that sickness cannot wear down. That's the body that has prepared ahead for you. What is our responsibility? The responsibility was taken in verse 2. That we should continue to walk. Believe. We should continue to do what? Believe. These four things prove to us that God loves us. And if you look at all of these things now, it's different from what you have in the world, two of us. It's different from what you have in the world. What is the world after? You must have cars. What is the world after? You must have houses. The world will never tell you a bad word. Eternal life. It's how you can accumulate words. It's how many people that you know on social media. The, 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 what the world will show you is how to walk, go naked. But in the kingdom of God, everything has been prepared. Everything has been prepared to what? The love of God. Everything has been prepared. Human love is faith, but God's love never been. God's love is eternal. Your husband's love may fail. Your wife's love may fail. But the love of God is eternal. The love that never changes is the love of God. If everything is changing in this world, the love of God for you and I remains 
stand forever. Hallelujah. Praise God. So God loves you. Tell your neighbor, God loves you. God loves you. And he gave up his only son. Say, and he gave up his only son to die for you. To redeem you from the wrath to come. God will judge this world one day. It's in the scripture. But what he has done is that he makes sacrifice for you and I. So that when the judgment is going to come upon the world, you and I will be what? The same thing. That is the eternal life. Do we come upon the world, but you and I will what? Be exempted. He said, Arise, our shine for your light as well. The exactness upon the world already. Like one of the, the, the prayer that he gave me to, to lead. The second prayer. You see, when we led that prayer, the economy system of the world is already making people commit suicide. People are so when advancing every day, everything across the nations of the world. Why? Because the things, the things we trust in, they are failing already. All the things we trust in. So the only things that can keep us standing in this last time is our trust in God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise Master Jesus. Please rise up on your feet tonight. And I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say after me, Father. I did not qualify for the sacrifice of your son Jesus Christ. But you made me qualify. Therefore, Lord, I pray and ask that you will deepen my love for you. Lift your voice as we begin to pray tonight. Father, I didn't qualify at all to receive your son as a sacrifice for my sin. Therefore, Lord, tonight I pray, deepen my heart for love for you. Deepen my love for you. Deepen my love for you. Deepen my love for you. Jesus, now that I know that your love is real, now that I know that your love has saved me from the wrath to come, from your judgment that is coming upon the world, now that I know I have eternal life, now that I know even if I leave this world, I have a better place than this place I am in today. Lift up your voice and pray to God right now. Thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, please give us your voice. Thank God to pray today and today. God has put for us and in love for us. But allow you to come to your heart to come and support. Even while you are not worried of this, please give us your voice. Thank God for the hope of eternal life. And now we thank Jesus. Thank God. Thank God for the responsibility that we have. Thank you. 